to Sunday Picnic Podcast. This is Dolly. And this is Christine. And on today's episode, we'll be talking about a recent Korean drama, Mr. Queen. But before delving into that, we just wanted to say that Korean dramas have a special place in our friendship. We've been talking about Korean dramas. You know, as soon as we were friends, essentially, we loved talking about Korean dramas. And I feel like that was the first point in which like we actually disagreed about certain dramas that we liked and didn't like and why we didn't like it and often when we're friends at such a young age and we disagree that can be sort of hard because I feel like as kids you sort of agree with everything that your friend does or there's just a lot of peer pressure to just go with the flow but I feel like this was the starting point of our conversations in depth and really thinking through like why we believe what we believe. To expand on Dolly's intro about Korean dramas, I think, as she mentioned, it was just a place that kind of sparked a lot of debate in our friendship because I think Dolly always had a slightly more refined taste in dramas <laughs> at a younger age. Like, she definitely appreciated, like, the historical ones and, like, the ones that had just, like, maybe more substance at that age. I think, like, now as I'm older, I definitely appreciate those more. But when I was <laughs> back then, I, like, definitely liked the more giddy ones, like the, like, rom-com, like, the very maybe not super substantial ones which Dolly sometimes like too but I think often a lot of the times when we watched the same show we would kind of like debate over what we thought you know which character was better and stuff like that and it just had a lot of fun banter for us like growing Mm -hmm. up and Mm -hmm. we just look back on it really fondly because it definitely strengthened our relationship because Dolly and I are super super different (laughs) Mm -hmm. in terms of like personality and whatnot but I think this kind of helped us realize like we kind of think similarly sometimes and in certain you know places in thinking I guess in in society and it just kind of helped us to get closer as friends and then obviously like other things happened in our friendship but yeah it's it's always been a very special uh, thing for us and I guess to carry that forward it's been a while since actually like both of us have been super excited about a drama because I mean you know you just get older and then you kind of see the same old same old and you just feel like you've already you already kind of know what's going to happen here But for us, like Mr. Queen, I think for both of us, it it was just, it really shocked us in a lot of ways that we were not expecting at all. I think we both started it just sort of to watch something while we ate or just kind of entertain us um, in the time, in an intermittent time being, but it became so much more. So we were both like kind of, I think, shocked (laughs) by it. And uh, I think both of us kind of planned to rewatch at least a few episodes, which I personally don't do. Dolly does sometimes, but yeah, this is a first for me. Like that's how much I really enjoyed the show. So we wanted to kind of talk about various things about the show and what we liked, what we thought was so uh, encaptivating. Yeah, I already watched rewatched parts of the first few episodes because I got my mom into it. Even after a few days later of finishing it, wow, this is still really good. But yeah, I would say though, Mr. Queen is something that Christine definitely loves a lot more than me. I probably wouldn't have talked about it with her until she brought it up. So I love her enthusiasm. Uh, she texted me a lot about it. And so we were like, okay, we have to talk about this. Like, over the phone <laughs> yeah although it was my it was it was me who liked it more it was dolly's idea to record an episode about oh, it which i think oh okay which i think is what do you mean oh okay, it was <laughs> no it's true it's true it's because we had such an in-depth conversation i was like wow i don't remember the last time that we talked about this a drama for a good hour and a half probably before college or something 
Yeah, definitely back in high school. I think we, nowadays, it's just more like, oh, yeah, this show's pretty good. Okay, yeah, like, I'll yeah, check it out. Yeah, we just don't have the time to really hash through themes. And unless it's something that really resonated with us, which this one did. So, Christine, do you want to start on what you liked about it or what was so special? I mean, where do I even begin, guys? Like, <laughs> I don't even know. I think, so I guess it really started for me with the king. He's the main actor. His name is Kim Jong-hyun. And I think he is someone who just was so much potential and I'm so excited to like see anything else that he does in the future. But I did see him on Crash Landing on You, if you guys have watched that drama or if you're not a drama avid watcher, that was a another popular show that came out a couple years ago. I think he's just a very versatile actor, which I just very much admire in any person who can do that, any type of actor who does that. I know they're not always, not all A-list actors are like that. Some, some definitely have like a role that they find a little home in and that's kind of the roles that they play. But I think for me, true talent in acting comes from being able to put on different masks and costumes and like figuratively <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, and literally, but and, and put on a really good show. So I think in the beginning that it really started for me with his acting and his performance. It was just like it really drew me in. And in the first five episodes, I think it's just it's a little it's not slow per se, but it just felt like it was not going to be like a, a life changing drama or like a, you know, oh, this is gonna be so good. It was just like, OK, it was all right. You know, it was like nothing nothing special in my opinion especially if you've watched a lot of dramas but what happens i think over over time is that this this drama really builds on on each other like on every episode on every scene and i think a lot of shows often have like fillers you know like with the side characters and they're just kind of like for you to have a comic relief or or um, maybe like a if it's a political heavy show like this one like it has some you know plot that revolves around the politics back in the day it's a relief for, from that that plot line and so oftentimes i actually skip that because I, I don't really care i just want to know what you know happens and if it's not the main characters on screen, I don't really, I don't care. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I think the show did a really good job of like really building on those characters and those side things to actually paint a greater picture of what I think the writer was trying to get across and the director, like in terms of the theme and the message. And it was very subtle. It was not, you know, explicit and this is what we're trying to say about, you know, society and whatever. Mm-hmm. It was just like a very little moments that just kind of pointed to that. And mm-hmm. um, that's what I want to go back and rewatch because actually for the first half of the show, I, I think I skipped through a lot of those filler scenes and so I want to go back because I just appreciate how that yeah like I think that it's kind of unique in that sense Mm -hmm. so I mean that's kind of the intro there's like so much more but I don't want to like make this uh, 30 minute episode just about me which she totally could but she's raining it right now um no I think Christine you make a lot of great points yeah I feel like a lot of Korean dramas what was so special about it in the beginning later on there's so much seriousness to the drama that you kind of lost the specialness about it but I this one I really liked the humor behind it and they were able to maintain the comedy just kind of throughout the Korean drama up until the end and I thought something that really maintained its momentum so that's something that I really liked but it's nice to know even what the story is about just the premise of it in case you're kind of curious about like should I check it out or should I not it is a very wacky premise so people can feel oh this is gonna be so lighthearted and maybe too fluffy but like Christine said kind of in the midst of that there's a lot of depth goes through you without really punching you in the face oh i am being serious right now it's not like that at all but essentially it's this modern day 
dude who's a chef somehow time slips into the past and gets and his soul is in the body of a queen in the 1700s or something and he's not sure why he's in the body of a queen but there's a lot of mayhem that comes with just being a queen and all of the political stuff that happens but that's just like the premise and there's so much more to that but I think the novelty of the situation and sort of what happens when someone who's a 21st century dude is not really knowing how to talk as a queen and how to be polite and all of those things like that just kind of has a commentary and maybe the traditions of society back then so i thought something that i really liked but yeah the acting is super good both of the main actor and actresses started out with just like supporting roles and really working their way up by pure talent and so they weren't that famous nor did a lot of international k-drama fans really know about them but i think they really win your hearts through just who they are as a character and especially the king just how much heart for justice that he has so very very wholesome wholesome korean drama yeah i think they had really great synergy and as dolly mentioned like i think in the korean culture there's a lot of people who get into the industry you know from modeling or mm-hmm. being a k-pop star yeah, and stuff like that definitely. and they quickly kind of secure side roles and then it just they kind of skip a lot of steps i think but yeah. i think both the main actors were um always involved in like theater from the beginning like of their careers and so that's kind of like they literally started from the, the roots you know and uh, mm-hmm. um, worked their way up just through doing a lot of smaller things and actually the main female actor she won like an award back a couple years ago and like she's crying so much in that video because I think Mm. I think for her you can see the accumulation of hard work that she put in to get to that point and so you know I always love production of anything that it comes from passion and I I can really see that in this show yeah it's silly and I think there's moments that you know make me uncomfortable because it's kind there is like a premise of like gender dysphoria and it's like Mm. unnatural in that sense and it's like I think that's something that it's not something you just it's it's like weird because it's it's Mm. not normal but Mm. it's not a bad thing per se it's just like something I felt like you kind of had to get used to I guess but even though there was like things like that that made it a little you know funky um to kind of it's not like a traditional mainstream like love story I think despite that it was just very well well told through the acting and through the storytelling and I think it's kind of rare to have all that all those elements like in one show Mm -hmm. so um yeah it's nice because like usually it's it's just really good acting but maybe terrible plot (laughs) or like it just doesn't dissolve well at the end or something or or has like you know gaping plot holes (laughs) that happens and so or or the vice or vice versa so I think this Mm -hmm. one just like was very well-rounded in that sense and I always love a good Korean historical drama. I'm so I'm so into the historical <laughs> ones. Like they're just so beautiful to see all the different traditional Korean wear, and the they're often like filmed outdoors, which I think like definitely adds an element for them to bond as a cast because like you're traveling to all these like different sites and uh, scenes to film instead of just like being on set. So I think mm-hmm. that was like kind of added to the cast synergy because I think it wasn't just the main two actors it was really like literally the whole cast just had a very good energy about them that just felt very believable and very much like a family so I I thought that was really nice to see yeah I think what draws me just like into Korean dramas in general and also this one but it's like the family orientedness of it even if it's not focused on a family there's a lot of warmth that comes with watching a Korean drama I don't know it's very intimate and there's just a lot of moments where people are bonding over like a shared meal or 
over a book and it's just something really nice about that and the music <laughs> there's this one song that is just so wacky and so crazy and very catchy but it's the song that comes up every time the queen is doing something mischievous and weird a lot of that you were saying the plot the characters but the music all of that really went well together yeah i think overall it was just very different from what maybe is like you know considered mainstream popular stuff and so i always appreciate a good yeah i think i realize i'm like very one skeptical of people and things and two very much i like when things are very unique <laughs> i think mm. i like when i think i i like being set apart in that way like it's funny because i mean this is kind of a side personal note but like one thing for me is I never really wanted to go into like family medicine or internal medicine, not because they're bad specialties. I think they're like excellent in what they are, but I just like didn't want to be like mainstream, which is like kind of silly because I think that's literally the foundation of medicine. Like you have to have good primary care doctors, but it's, and I trust me, that's like not like the only reason I'm not doing that, but are planning to go into those fields. But like, there's something that's always been inherent about me. Like, even when I was kind of interested in pediatrics, I'd always say I was interested in academic pediatrics because mm. it's not just just pediatrics. Like, I want to be, <laughs> I want to be like this like unique thing. Um, I think I kind of see, I see my desires in entertainment, others, media and stuff like that too. I like when celebrities or when, when you know, shows are are kind of like different, are kind of unique, mm. uh, creative, you know, dare, dare yeah. I say. Yeah, um, so I think that's something I'm just like, like drawn to naturally mm -hmm. so when things are yeah kind of odd or like kind of you know not not the norm mm. I like I like when things are not the norm yeah and I mean like we discussed we've been watching Korean dramas for so many years I don't know it's weird to call myself a Korean drama veteran but it's you see a lot of the same tropes being used over and over again or you know when something's gonna happen because you've seen it before in five other bajillion dramas so when you're like, surprised by plot change you're like oh wow I didn't expect this and that's what kind of kept me going with Mr. Queen like I didn't really know where we were going with the story which is interesting Interesting. And I was pleasantly surprised by the ending too. Or I wouldn't say pleasantly, I was just surprised by the ending. But yeah, those are great elements of any movie or show. Because if, if it's really predictable, then you can just watch the ending and you know what happened in the beginning. My mom does that sometimes. She just doesn't even start from the beginning. She watches the first first episode on the 10th one and be, because she knows like what already happened. I don't know, it's kind of weird. Oh, that is interesting. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting, right? I don't know why she does that. I feel like it, it ruins the enjoyment. I mean, I can kind of see that. Usually like the first part is kind of the dragging slower parts it like sets but, the scene up kind of thing yeah that's true yeah but but i think yeah i still i still i mean i'm not at the age yet because she's obviously even more of a veteran than us but um, <laughs> maybe yeah. i haven't watched enough yet that i want to do that but mm -hmm. what did you feel like was lacking about the show dolly because you know you kind of mentioned you don't like it as much or you do like it but you think i'm more enthusiastic so obviously i feel mm -hmm. like you have a slightly less biased lens. Mm, yeah, I think what I look for in a lot of dramas and what I realized why I rewatch certain dramas over others is because of character development. I think aside from the main characters, the side characters weren't as developed in my opinion. Some of them were kind of one-dimensional and I wish there was a little bit more depth in the side characters, but I feel like I kind of see them as Shakespearean novels. Not every character can be as deep. Um, 
So I've kind of accepted it, but in an ideal drama, it would have been nice if they could have fleshed out all of them, or maybe not all of them, but more than the main characters, in my opinion. That was one area that I think was a little lacking. Mm. Yeah, which is funny because Dolly did mention that to me, and I sort of felt like the side characters serve that role almost deliberately in the way I saw it, like as a foil kind of to some of the other characters. And so mm-hmm. I guess that's definitely how you kind of perceive the characters in your your light. But I think the ending, I know, you know, obviously there's no spoilers in this episode. I know the ending was not satisfying for a lot of people, as is what I've heard. But I think for me, I was, I was pretty satisfied. I, mm-hmm. I thought it was fine. I have been scarred by a lot of endings in Korean dramas. Like, it just has such a strong, you know, everything, and then it just, like, leaves such a terrible aftertaste because it's just so poorly done (laughs) for whatever reason. It can be plot or... mm, I can't really think. Usually it's plot. Like, the plot just doesn't make sense at the end. Or sometimes it's just they don't really wrap it up well. Like, simply it's just a bad ending. Like, it's not even about plot. It's just it just trails off and that's the ending yeah. and you're like oh wow that was terrible mm-hmm. like that's how i felt about Glo- goblin that another very famous Korean <laughs> drama i just really didn't like the ending it felt I like don't it just remember the ending probably because i, I don't either but i remember terrible. yeah i don't remember the ending but i remember the feeling i had at the ending which was just yes that's this true. this ruined it like I, well i didn't love it that much to begin with which i know a lot mm-hmm. of people did but i i just i was like wow i wasted all my time <laughs> watching this that's how I felt towards the end so I didn't get that feeling with this drama but I know it's not the strongest ending because I think it is kind of hard to wrap up a lot of Korean dramas for the reason that they are very driven by emotion you know like it makes you feel a certain way like as Dolly mentioned like there's songs and like they're silly but then when you listen to it as you know when you're studying or doing something else it just makes you feel it just reminds you of that those scenes it reminds you it might not even be a good song but it's like very nostalgic just even <laughs> yeah. after you watch it and so there is a very deep connection I think when you really get invested in Korean dramas like that pull you in like it's very emotional and so I think for that reason I you know I, I was kind of joking with Dolly yesterday that Korean dramas are almost like a relationship you know you have to find the right one that right like vibes with you that you know you can really get that emotion from and that connection with and so it's like not all the popular ones are going to vibe with you because you're different and you might not you know have the same needs as other people but they are sort of like a relationship and so when when it ends like it's like it's hard because it's over and also you have these high expectations because you've built up like this quote-unquote relationship for you know 20 or 16 episodes and so i think that's where a lot of the disappointment often comes at least for me when i when i get disappointed but this show i was like very afraid i was so afraid because i was i was really loving it and then i was like oh my gosh is it just gonna leave a terrible aftertaste and and so simply because it didn't leave, leave a terrible aftertaste, I rate it as a pretty decent ending. But I know it has nice. flaws and I know that that's kind of an area that's lacking in some in some people's commentary, I guess. Yeah, I mean, endings are always like a mixed bag. I feel like you can't satisfy everyone because if you're so invested in like a drama, then you kind of envision what the ending would kind of be like. Um, yeah. It's been a while since I have watched all the post-show interviews and like behind-the-scene cuts. Like I am, guys, I'm having withdrawals. Like it's, I it's on my mind all the time. I know, and she shares it with me. I'm like, okay, I'll watch, <laughs> and then I end up watching like other videos because of that. But I wouldn't have unless you shared it with me. 
And it's funny because the, the cast from Crash Landing on You, the two main actors, ended up actually dating in real life. And they're both very famous people. But people watch the post, uh, post-show post interview. Like, I think it has, like, almost 9 million views now. And I didn't even watch that one. Like, that's how much I don't really watch these things. But, um, th- yeah, there was just something about this one. I was so captivated by both the main actors and Mr. Queen. Like, they just really captured my heart and I really hope both of them have great tremendous success because they just seem like bright good people that are very passionate about their craft and I think those are just people I like you know anyone who's a nice cool person who has deep thoughts and is also very into their profession I think that those are people I like to be friends with so of course I like to see those kinds of people in in succeed in in shows like this so I, I get that it's like very weird though it's not for everyone so I can see how I can see how it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I think if you really go past at least episode five, it it could be everyone's cup of tea um, if you can stick through it that long. Yeah, side note, I mean, I like watched up until episode four and then like didn't watch it for like several days. And then we were happening to talk about top rated Korean dramas and Christine asked about Mr. Queen. I was like, oh yeah, I watched that. And then it reminded me to finish it. But then once I started watching episode five, oh, this is getting like really good. And then I binge watched it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's kind of my trajectory of, with this drama. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely need to go back and, and I like knowing what I know, I want to see some of the earlier scenes and just like take it in more because I definitely, I was not invested until like yeah. at, at least like episode five or six, probably yeah. even beyond that. Cause yeah, there, it was just, it was a very sweet drama. It just had a lot of elements of like delicacy, like sweetness, great political scenes. I think it had great moments of acting from everybody. It just had a lot of variety in, in one show. And I think mm-hmm. like, I didn't really cry in this show, which mm. I which I normally like to do. I like, that's like my outlet. I like to cry, I like to bawl. I love to just sob in Korean yeah. dramas. Like it's so They're cathartic. really good at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just like feels so good. Like I just let myself go, even if it's like kind of a dumb scene, but it's like kind of sad. I just like let myself feel because it's like, it's, I guess it's my outlet for that because med school is stressful and you know, I need, I, need to, I need to cry about my life every now and then, empty my tear ducts. So that was, I guess, something I thought was lacking in the show. If it, if it really made me ball, like it would be like truly a perfect show for me because uh, I, like, I love bawling. But yeah, I think um, it didn't make me cry per se. I mean, not to say there weren't like sad scenes or anything like that, but it just it just had everything. Like, and as Dolly hinted earlier, like the comedy really just stays strong throughout. And I think that it stays true to who it is like as a show and it doesn't lose sight of itself and as Dolly said to me in private or like off the (laughs) record she was like yeah it doesn't um, take itself too seriously which I think is like a very good trait that a lot of Korean dramas lose like they might start off Mm -hmm. as a comedy and then they just like forget that they were who they were and just like I don't know take themselves so seriously with all the melodrama that Mm -hmm. it it just kind of you just kind of get like not interested in it you know towards the end Mm -hmm. and I think this show just has such a beautiful crescendo effect that I've never really seen in other, other Korean dramas, but I also don't really watch that many anymore, so I can't say like if that's something that's been done. Obviously, it probably has, but I haven't seen it at least um, yet. So that's been that was really cool just to see like each moment build and build, and I think that's like real life oftentimes, like character development. You know, it's like you build and build. So um, even with the plot, it was like building on each other on one another. So. That was just fulfilling, (laughs) very, yeah, satisfying, satisfying. Mm. I think one element of why maybe I didn't enjoy it as much, which I think 
you didn't skip any scenes like you were mentioning how you didn't even skip through any flashback memories but i i think that's what happens when you binge watch something you know you're just kind of in like the go 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 mode and so whenever you feel like there are fillers oh i know what this is talking about so you skip that scene and i feel like that kind of makes you lose the enjoyment of just watching a Korean drama. Those things, if you just like sit through it, they actually are enjoyable. It's just that you lose the patience for it. Uh, yeah, maybe that's why I didn't really like it as as fervently as Christine. Yeah, and as a side note, the only reason I didn't skip through these things, which if you're a K-drama fan, like, here's a little hack, maybe it'll work for you, but I use Vicky for some of the episodes, and which is like a streaming site, and they have a lot of ads, like at least like seven or eight in every episode, which is honestly kind of a ton. It's like every 10 minutes there's an ad. And the ad is not just like 10 seconds. It's like sometimes minutes long uh, and you cannot skip. So yeah, it sucks. But I don't want to pay for premium because you know, I'm a broke medical student. I'm actually like negative, negative money, negative oh income here, <laughs> um, which I just want to reiterate as every, every chance I get, I tell people. But anyway, yeah. So if you full screen the, if you full screen the episode, you know whatever theater mode or whatever and don't skip ahead it doesn't really play ads i noticed uh, it might do it like once through the episode but i noticed it does not do it at least like all the moments it's supposed to so i actually do normally skip stuff like dolly d does um even if i'm not binging i just i just get bored of, of the long drawn out flashbacks or like mm -hmm. the side characters i just don't care normally and so that's why i'm saying like the first half i think i skipped a lot of those like little scenes minor scenes but towards the end when I realized this hack or towards the ha later, latter half, I stopped skipping. And so I was sort of forced to like sit there because I was like, I'd rather watch a flashback than like ads. <laughs> so that's what, that was my logic. And so I started really enjoying every single moment. There's actually not too many flashbacks though. I think there's only a couple. And the way they were done, I thought was like pretty tasteful. It wasn't just like mm -hmm. random, like filler, like trying to make oh, up yeah. the episode f a full hour, but I felt like it really, it really made you feel in that moment because like when when they're having flashbacks i was like really really feeling it so i was like <laughs> wow like this is the effect like this is the effect of a flashback that's supposed to be made because normally another thing that i do in in k dramas especially like love romantic ones um i actually don't really watch a lot of like the romance scenes like the, the kiss scenes or, like flirting scenes i think it's like kind of cringe so i often skip it um which is like ironic because i know like the point is like love or some or something like that normally but i just kind of like want to know the plot usually <laughs> and i just like to admire the acting I will say like I don't skip every single one but especially if the kiss is like forever like I, I just get bored so it's like if it's like three minutes long straight they you know pan it's like out and then they do like 360 <laughs> turn um, yeah zoom in they do a lot of different <laughs> angles which is kind yeah. of annoying yeah. for like three minutes in some yeah. in some mm -hmm. k-dramas I don't think mm -hmm. that that happened in this one I don't think anything was like think so. too long but I actually didn't skip any not because like you know I just want to sit there like watch them make out but I felt like every moment was really well integrated it wasn't just there to you know be there but it was actually there to make a point or just sort of like really fit in well with the whole overall plot so I really enjoyed watching like every single scene so I think that's mm -hmm. why I want to go back and watch the ones I skipped because I, I did honestly do that a little bit in the beginning yeah. so that'll be very enjoyable to kind of know what I know about like everything that happens and kind of be able to take that back in the beginning and I always love when a character is misunderstood and then gets like, unmisunderstood like, like, oh, that's always something I just you know that's like life like a lot of us are misunderstood true. and so yeah. when you when you Very finally true. get that cathartic moment of now you get me mm. I love like that real those moments so I want to relive some of that yeah <laughs> already and, and and it did feel very organic. Sometimes it can feel a little forced about turning from enemies to 
maybe lovers. This one was, oh yeah, that's like a very believable profession. But I mean, going back to you not skipping, I feel like because you didn't skip, you enjoyed it more. Not, and maybe you didn't enjoy the first few episodes because you were skipping. I don't know. I feel like there's a mentality to how we watch when we skip. We don't enjoy it as much, in my opinion. Maybe that's why I just liked watching Korean dramas a lot more when I was a little kid. Because there was no skipping option. Yeah. No, that's definitely interesting. I think I will still continue to skip (laughs) in future dramas, but just... Okay, so for me, going back to the skeptical point, I always start a show not very... not very trusting that it's going to be well. Mm -hmm. There, I... Honestly, guys, like in the past three years, I think there's been like more than 10 plus shows that I've started and just not continued watching because Mm. uh, it just gets so cringe or just like so predictable. I mean, I did. I already. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot lot. of other dramas. Yeah. I think in the past couple, like six months, I already I already stopped watching like three after Mm -hmm. starting it for a couple of like pretty well into it. You know, Uh, Mm -hmm. I would say like at least a third or fourth way in. And I think with this so, you know, I just kind of expected it to be like every other show. It was one of the highest rated, rated TVN, which is like the network uh, that it's, it was broadcasted on uh, shows. But I just was very skeptical. I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's high rated, but there's a lot of things that are high rated, highly rated and just terrible. So I didn't have high hopes, even though it was it was, you know, popular. I think what drew me was the historical part because I love historical dramas and people don't make them anymore because it's expensive uh, mm-hmm. to make them because you, like I said you have to film outside and blah 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 and it's just a lot of work and mm-hmm. a lot of organizing. I think you have to be a pretty strong network to, to be able to host that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then also the actor I knew of him but I wasn't like a fan yet quite per se. I, I was like pretty I, I admired his past work but I wasn't like a fan per se. And I think the premise was kind of interesting. So I, those were the things that drew me in, but I skipped a lot because I didn't believe it would be that good, you know, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just how I start every drama, no matter what it is, because I have been I have been just hurt, you know, so many times <laughs> in the past. Like Goblin. Goblin was like everybody loves Goblin and somebody, a Goblin fan, please tell me in depth like why you like that show because I just I can't like I was I honestly don't even know why I finished that show because I think I finished it for the main actor male the lead actor because mm-hmm. I love him too and he's he's great and I think I, I just was like trying to support him and I thought the cinematography was great but other than those two things I didn't think they had good chemistry I didn't like the plot I didn't like anything yeah, <laughs> other than those two the- things I remember the plot now, or the ending, now that you like kept on saying how you didn't like it or like, how you felt burned by it. I was like, oh, yes, now I know. <laughs> but oh. yeah, so. Well, I'll have to look it up because I forgot. Yeah. Maybe it's not appropriate <laughs> to talk about it. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, no, yeah, we're, we're definitely not going to talk about it, but I, need, I just need to know. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm saying like I think um, a lot of shows just – yeah, they, they've just – I've been hurt in the past in that way. Like, I've just been let down. It's like yeah. the ending just – it just is terrible. And so I'm always ready to quit a <laughs> show. So that's why I think I definitely skip. But it's a it's an interesting correlation to think would uh, would a show be better if you don't skip those, you know, smaller yeah, scenes? Yeah, or if you were, like, more open to it from the very get-go and just, like, give it more of a more firm try rather than assuming that it's going to let you down and – and maybe that changing your psyche. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but I think, you know, a lot of Korean dramas do tend to be pretty cheesy and pretty, you know, cringe. I think it is kind of one in a while that I think they have a very lasting impression. I think it's getting better with the diversity of networks, but especially in the past, like they used to be very monolith. (laughs) Like what's that? Yeah, monolithic. 
Yeah, monolithic. Very mm-hmm. one story kind of, yeah. you know, same vibe. You know, mom has, mom's like evil, like, main character has cancer, <laughs> dies. Like, you know, just all those cliche stuff. Which uh, as a little mellow. kid, you're so fragile that all of those things, such great stories because you don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I don't know if you've watched it, but maybe all of our enthusiasm will make you give it a try and see how you like it. Yeah, Maybe this you, will be your gateway Korean drama. <laughs> if you don't already, I feel like all our listeners are probably have watched a Korean drama, but you know. That's true. It's become a little bit more mainstream in America with like Netflix having Korean dramas. Oh, for sure. You know, I was looking through a lot of these Korean, Korean actors and a lot of their following is like not even Korean people. Like the majority, I would say. So many so international like, fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think it, it has gotten very international and it's funny like yeah it is very cool it's funny because some of my classmates asked me if i'm watching these korean dramas and they're not korean oh you watch korean dramas like i'm very surprised and me too yeah it's actually be surprised anymore i I know like yeah let's talk about korean dramas (laughs) well what's what was really surprising to me today dr mike on youtube if you guys know him he's like Mm. pretty famous i think on youtube actually reacted to hospital playlist which is a korean medical drama Mm -hmm. from the same network actually tvn so it's very funny because i was like wow he watches korean drama i mean i don't think he really watches them but he at at least watched one episode so that was kind of interesting that he did like a reaction to it and he was like oh those are good chest compressions (laughs) and um i was like oh wow it's very funny that he he's pretty mainstream too so i was like okay um he watches was i guess so and he knows that it'll get a lot of views because you know korean drama yeah that's probably why he watched it but it was still (laughs) like you know interesting that he reviewed it so yeah yeah definitely yeah cool Cool. oh anyway until the next one guys we'll catch you later